Drawn Out, a podcast about Disney animated film. I'm your host, Brooke. I'm your host, other host, Chase. Sorry, I, took, I, I took a sip and see at the wrong time. <laughs> I also didn't like, I just kind of started. Well, I knew you were starting. It was straight up. I was like, let's start the podcast. And you hit record. And I took a sip of tea. And as I did, I realized my mistake. And I think we both realized at the same time. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> But are we going to do it again? No. No, no, that's we work, our intro. We work tomorrow That's morning, our intro, so. right? Okay, but also, like, I've been listening not to, like, different podcasts. I still listen to the same, like, five podcasts. But I've been thinking more about introductions. Mm-hmm. And we just, like, dive right in. Like, here's who we are, and here's the short, and mm-hmm. we're watching well, it and talking I, about it. No, there, yeah, there's some shows that I listen to that they'll just talk about whatever for a while yeah. or they'll do other bits and yeah. they call it the they, they, they call it their Marin open because I guess I don't know I don't listen to Mark Marin but I guess mm. that's something that he does he doesn't well and that's like normal for people who do things like podcasting or public speaking right you have like your icebreaker opener where mm. you just sort of like chat like you're having a conversation mm-hmm. we don't have conversations Episode. It's been a so. very drawn out episode. <laughs> Not every episode's a drawn out episode. It's true. Hey. <laughs> we are currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Hmm. Oh no, it's been going this whole time. Oh, what? It just went to sleep. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can delete that part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I've got to give myself an editing challenge. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, yeah, we never do like an intro chatting session. Um, and I haven't decided yet. Oh my gosh. Um, just turn your audio off. Yeah, that's a good that's idea. That's what I do. Okay. Yep. Anyway, we've never done, like, an intro thing. And I don't know if we need to. I just I mean, realized. part of it might be because, too, because... Uh, <laughs> that's a lot of becauses. Um, because we, uh, you know, you come to my house and we watch stuff together and we kind of get a lot of our chit-chat done before we even set up the microphone. And I know some other shows, like they've done all their prep work at home or like the other like the really the other show that i usually kind of think of like the one that i sort of had in mind while we were doing this is the greatest generation it's two guys talking about uh star trek mm-hmm. and they tell a lot more inappropriate jokes than we do <laughs> <laughs> most podcasts do yes they do um but like Part of it is that part of one of the reasons they do their chatting beforehand is because they watch the show before they record because they live in different states. Mm-hmm. Well, I was a guest on a podcast to kind of pull back some of the podcasting curtain yeah. where the hosts did practice chats. So they recorded like three different opening chats before they finally landed on a chat um, and I know the McElroy brothers also do something similar where they at least, like, pitch each other opening topics huh. for My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Um, so, not... <laughs> spoiler, guys. Not all your podcast conversations that you listen to are completely natural. 
Ours is. We never pre-plan anything. <laughs> except some jokes. We'll make a joke while we're watching the movie, and they'll be like, that's going in the podcast. <laughs> well, I came up I, I came up with the, like, oh, let's tell people we're going to do Song of the South when we really won't. Like, that's pre- right. Like, I think that and was, like... And we beefed that gag so hard. <laughs> it was our most planned gag. Like, literally day one of the podcast, like, when, we had that like, gag. Like, we were standing in line at Disneyland when we came up with the idea for the podcast, and I came up with that joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then we beefed it so badly. <laughs> it took us, like, what, four takes? Something like that. I think that's the only... Well, because you because you had forgotten that we were going to do it. I, okay, I didn't forget. <laughs> I just misunderstood, okay? There's a huge difference. Okay. And, um... Dang it, what was I going to say about Song of the South? Oh, that's the only time we've re-recorded anything, right? I don't think we've ever... Yeah, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, some pullback on the curtain of Drawn Out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Today's a mini-sode. Yes, it is. Excuse me. We're going to talk about um, a lot of things, because it's been um, over a month since we had a Mm mini-sode, so a lot of Disney news has happened since then, Um, so we're kind of playing catch-up here. But before first. we dig in, before we dig in, we're going to talk about The Brave Little Taylor. Brave Little Taylor, 1938, which is frequently, it was nominated for the Oscar, but it lost to Ferdinand the Bull, which, fair, mm. I love Ferdinand the Bull so much. <laughs> um, we should do that as a mini-suit, mini-suit sometime. Um, but it's frequently listed on, um, like, best animated shorts of all time, but, like, not just the best Disney ones, like, just the best ones. Mm-hmm. And... I can see it. It yeah. was a lot. It was it was really really good. Um, so it's based on a fairy tale called The Valiant Little Tailor. It opens up on I love I love going back to the 30s and 40s because yeah. we get because we get mischief Mickey Gem Gemini Mickey again. <laughs> <laughs> I get a valid valid very valid um, of all of the air signs. The Gemini's are the trickiest. <laughs> I will yeah confess. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked getting back in the 30s with the primary colors too. Yeah, he's in red, blue, and yellow, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. We have such, and it was really like noticeable to see like such a strikingly different color palette because we kind of talked about mm-hmm. it with the '40s, and now I want to pay more attention to the color palette as yeah. we move into the '70s soon. So yeah, that was kind of fun to yeah. see. And so it starts out with him working, and he's got these flies bugging him, and then he kills seven of them in one blow. And <laughs> but the rest of the town is worried about you know the giant that might come and kill all of them, and these guys are having a conversation. Hey, have you killed a giant? And without, like, and then Mickey just, boom, opens his window, joins the conversation, and makes it about him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but to be fair, like, if I killed seven flies in one go, I would be stoked. That's true. Right? In my house, we, we, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you and I both live in areas where bugs are an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and killing flies is a big deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Growing up, my dad actually, my, my grandma would pay my dad a penny for every fly he, well, they also like, like, I don't think they, I think they had given up on farming by the time my dad was old enough to be doing that, but their neighbors had farm animals, so it really was a big deal. Um, and it's just like, just assumes that everybody's on the same page. Mickey's just assuming this entire mm-hmm. time that everyone's on the same page as him. <laughs> Just like walks in, like has no idea what it's about. It's. 
I was trying to think if I, I should I shouldn't have I shouldn't have called him a Gemini. Like I don't know. No, I was trying to think like if I had been pulled in front of the king <laughs> to tell a story, would I start to question whether this was really all about me killing seven flies? No, I would not. <laughs> I would just be like, yeah, I did this thing, and everyone needs to know. <laughs> Um, also, that would be a big, probably Leo mood or mm-hmm. Aries mood. Yeah. Both of which are very prevalent in my star signs. <laughs> um, my favorite gag in this one, though, was um, when the knight is running to the king to tell him. Mm-hmm. He, like, is running and, like, screws keep falling out of his armor as he jangles his way up the mm-hmm. stairs. I, I thought that and was And when he, so like, funny. finally, like, kind of skids and mm-hmm. crashes it sounds like a car crash yeah and, like there are screws and coils and like yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was fun it was. i like that one a lot and so um the king's like okay you're gonna kill this giant it's like the what now <laughs> and he's like i'll pay you two million pazuzas three you know however many and mickey's trying to walk walk this thing back and then princess minnie like whispers something in her dad's ear and the king's ear is like and I, I quoted Marlena Dietrich, um, Daddy, buy me that. <laughs> um, uh, this is the least Gemini thing Mickey does. Yeah. I will say, uh, motivated by love over money, not a Gemini <laughs> mood. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but, yeah. yeah. I, I, I say, I, like, and when I say, like, quoting Marlena Dietrich, I don't mm-hmm. mean, like, it's something that one of her characters said once. She was in a Western once, and John Wayne and young John Wayne walked onto the set, and she turned to the director and said, Daddy, buy me that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we stand a queer legend. <laughs> um, also, I thought it was interesting. There's a child who says Jiminy Crickets yeah. in this short, and I was like, oh, yeah, we never did research the origin of Jiminy Crickets. Um, I assume it's just a bastardization of Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's... Yeah. But... Can I say bastardization? Are we? All, I mean, that's not a swear. Well, it's not. A it's swear an academic here. term. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, the short was really fun. Mickey goes to fight the giant, and the giant is fun. He just like rolls up. He looks a little bit like Stromboli. Yeah, he kind of does. Um, more like Stromboli than Willie. Yeah. Um, and he's just is sitting. He just sits on a house, and there is a cart full of pumpkins and he just dives into them like they're the candy corn mellow cream pumpkins mm-hmm. oh, i love those i like candy corn i hate candy corn okay then just give me all your candy corn i oh i probably threw away this year's batch i somehow ended up with candy corn this year i don't know how i don't know who bought it or why well and i mean and even if you did and even if you hated it why would you still have it in january Ex- well yeah i mean because no one would have eaten it but i'm sure it got thrown away yeah I haven't seen it in a while. (laughs) And then he's thirsty, so he pulls up a well, and it looks like a perfect little water bottle. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's the Disney water bottle I want. Like, (laughs) kind of a well-style thing. And even, like, you have the well sort of shape. You don't have to get too fancy with it, but, like, that's the screw top, and then the rest of it has a well. They just put out a mug that's a well. Um, I think it's supposed to be the wishing well from Snow White. Oh, okay. Um, But I could also see that being a wonderful water bottle. Um, and I wouldn't care if, like, they marketed it as a Snow White wishing well bottle. Yeah. That would be really cool. But it'd be fun to put, like, the little rave little Taylor Mickey yeah. on it, too. That'd be fun. Yeah, it would. Um, and then he rolls up some hay as, into a cigarette, which I don't know what that's going to do for you. I mean, I guess it's, like, 
I don't know. I, I have no idea. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not going to do anything. <laughs> Maybe there's some THC in that hay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, um, Maybe giants just, you know, have different biological different, reactions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, something with the nutritional equivalent of cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Um... um and he, he lights it, like, I like the um, yeah the way that he pulls the stove out of the house and, like, flicks it like a rec- like a regular lighter. Yeah. That yeah. was fun. That was really fun. Um, and then Mickey uses his tailoring skills to mm-hmm. defeat the giant. Yep. And some, but maybe he was stoned because he's like, sticks his arm up his sleeve to try and get Mickey. Yeah. But he's like, but he wouldn't. He's just kind of not smart. No. I mean, if he's smoking hay, then... Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, so they tie the giant, Mickey gets the giant to fall, and they tie him down, and he is sleeping and snoring. And uh, snoring so hard that he's powering the windmill that's powering the carnival. And you see the uh, you know Mickey and Minnie on the carousel, and they're kissing, and... And the king with his ice cream cone on mm-hmm, the horse. And- mm-hmm. So Mickey invented renewable energy. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. But he didn't kill the giant, which is what nope. he had been told to do. It's true, but he did something better. He mm-hmm. solved a problem without mm-hmm. violence mm-hmm. and created a sustainable economy and energy resource for his town. <laughs> it may not be ethical, but it's sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> Is anything ethical under capitalism? Or or uh, Brave Little Taylor would be feudalism. Is anything ethical under feudalism? Is there any such thing as ethical consumption under late-stage feudalism? <laughs> or I guess in this case it would be ethical production rather than consumption. Well, I guess the consumption would be the people the carnival. going to the carnival powered by, powered by the by the captured giant. A good point. So that's the Brave Little Tailor. That is the Brave Little Tailor. I think that's going to be the secret name of this episode is late stage feudalism. It's <laughs> <laughs> so not bad, not bad. Um, so we're going to dive into some trailers. We watched quite a few. Yes, we did. Um, all of them are found on our Twitter. We'll make sure to retweet each one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most of them have already been retweeted. Like, we retweeted Lion King. Um, I don't remember if we retweeted the Kim Possible trailer or not. Um, we definitely haven't retweeted Artemis Fowl. So, yeah. those are the ones we're going to talk yeah. about. Where do you want to start? Uh, it's, we watched Kim Possible first, so... All right. So, Kim Possible's a DCOM, Disney Channel original mm-hmm. movie. You can kind of tell. <laughs> yeah. So I watched the show growing up. Me too. Mm-hmm. It's a fun show. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have cable until I was, I think, 13 or 14. Yeah. And Kim Possible was nearing its conclusion then. There were only a couple mm-hmm. of seasons left. Yeah, I don't remember when we got it, but it was like... Yeah, maybe it was in the... No, it was in the middle of it. Because I remember having it in middle school. Mm, yeah. Well, we loved the show as a family because one of my sisters, her name is Kim. Mm-hmm. And so she's very much that energy, go-getter mm-hmm. kind of a person. No mm-hmm. one can tell me no. Mm-hmm. So she always was our Kim Possible mm-hmm. in the house. <laughs> so it was very, very popular. And I'm really excited for this Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. I think it looks fun. 
It does look fun. Um, well, I saw Patton Oswalt in there. Yeah. And yeah. I love him. Uh, my favorite was Ron Stoppable, who I don't know if he had a single line in he the didn't. trailer. I, don't, I didn't even get a good look at his face. Okay. I'm to look that up right now. Never got a good look at his face. The first time I watched it, I was kind of like, I think Ron Stoppable was in the trailer. This time I watched it, he is making the most amazing background poses. We see him exactly three times. Yeah. And the first time he like runs into Kim in the hallway, um, when she, or in the doorway when she's late, and it's like a snapshot and it's very funny. The second time we see him is like they're breaking in to, you know, a villain lair, he is behind her and he, like, pokes his head out in this, like, very weird side move thing Mm -hmm. that was so funny. And then the third time we see him is when her team's doing their badass poses and his is not very badass and a lot more dumbass and it's adorable and I'm already in love. I mean, that's Ron. (laughs) Right. I'm so in love. I can't wait. And I take back what I said when we were watching it. She goes gay enough. Right? She goes... Okay, like, she's got the dark lipstick, the dark hair, the light face, the, like, goth look. Yeah. Like, she's barely even contoured in this in this picture I'm looking at. Mm. She, she looks a lot like Hella from yeah. Thor. So, I'm all for it. Yeah. Should be good. I'm excited. Um, it does look dumb and cheesy, and yeah. it'll be fun. But it's, a, but it's a Disney Channel original yeah. movie, and yeah. so is High School Musical. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the second one we watched was The Artemis Fowl. I loved those books. I've never read them. I somehow missed that train. I only read... I, didn't, I haven't read all of the books, but I read the first one a lot. Okay. From having no knowledge of it other than the trailer, mm-hmm. it looks like... Magical Men in Black. No. Okay. That's the Uh, vibe the trailer gave me. So basically there is this, you know, like the magical world is modernizing right alongside ours. They're just underground to hide the magic. And this little, this this little brick kid is going to go and steal from them. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I... Did not expect them to cast Judy Dench. Because I always saw that character as being, like, not, not necessarily young, but, hmm. I mean, but it's Judy Dench, so I'm not going to complain either. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I mean, the visual effects look stunning. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are worried because Disney also did the Percy Jackson books, and that went real poor, uh, real bad. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was just bad. I, yeah, I, I know you have your, your Percy Jackson feelings. Yeah. I didn't like the books for a long time. Now I'm in love with Percy Jackson. It's hard to imagine me any other way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I know a lot of people are nervous about Artemis Fowl in terms of be- being an adaption of mm-hmm. the books. So we'll see. We'll see. And I mean, it Disney messed up Wrinkle in Time the first time. They did. And they did it right the second time, mm-hmm. I feel like. I enjoyed the second one. Um, yeah. Last trailer we watched. Well, not the last trailer we watched, actually. We did watch two more trailers. Yeah. Um. We watched The Lion King. Which was beautiful. And I, so I know that there was the argument a while ago about it. Is this actually live action? Right. It's, I don't think it is. No. No, it's, it's, it's animated. But, yeah. like, it's just, if you use, if you're using, like, 
I don't know. Are they are they using like actors in the in the suits? I'm not sure. That's what I was are like. They, oh, we should look capture, into. Yeah, and, yeah, because like even motion cap motion capture animation is still animation. Like if there's no li- if there's no live sets, if there's no live human actors. Well, if you're doing motion capture, you do have live human actors. Well, yeah, but you're still animating over that. Right. Um, but like. So Jungle Book, they did motion capture mm-hmm. for some of the scenes, and then I don't know why they did it, but Smaug in The Hobbit is motion captured because, for some reason. Because people really like that blueberry cucumber dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, and but he could just voice acted. For Smaug, he didn't need to crawl around I mean, a blue the, stage. I got, well, I mean, if Peter Jackson has all the money he wants, and that's fair. <laughs> not all of his ideas are good ones. Yeah. Um. But anyway, we're not here for the Hobbit. We're not here for Peter Jackson. Um. The I don't. As far as I know, there's not motion capture. Yeah. Um, which would definitely make it purely right. an animated right. movie. So what's your opinion? Like, how do you feel about it? Like, um, let's just, you know what? Like, let's just say, okay, it's animated. It's not live action. It's just hyper-realistic animation. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it for the podcast. Oh. um, (laughs) Yeah, it counts, right? That counts as an animated movie that we get to watch without having to do a live action special. So that's great. Exactly. Um, if the cast weren't so good, I would not be into it. Mm, Why? Um, like, well... Okay, so here's the thing. I still haven't seen the live-action Beauty and the Beast, but right. from what I hear, it's pretty much the same. Yep. And they could be doing a lot more than just doing the exact same movie in a different way. It's true. However, I saw Lion King on Broadway, oh my god, ten years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> And there are songs in the Broadway show mm-hmm. that I would really love to see in the movie. Oh my gosh. Beyonce singing Shadowlands is going to kill me. <laughs> are they doing the Broadway? Oh, they are doing it. I hope so. They actually announced which songs are in the film. They announced oh. it a long time ago, and I just remembered the saddest bit of news. They cut Be Prepared. <gasps> yeah, they're not doing Be Prepared. Oh no. Um... That's dumb. Yeah, are in Lion King. However, like I said, Shadow Beyonce singing Shadowlands is going to kill me, and I'm okay with that being the way that I die. It just, ugh. Let's see. I don't want the teaser trailer. I want. Okay, cast. Release date. Songs. Okay. There's going to be four of our songs in the film from the original. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a quote from... Wait. What? He explained. I I guess Elton John confirmed. He's reworking his classic songs. So four of our songs in the film from the original. Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Hakuna Matata. Mm -hmm. I Just Can't Wait to Be King. And Circle of Life. Okay. He explained in February 2018. Adding that he was planning to work with Beyonce on a new end credits song. So, mm. that's, yeah. So then the article's not, so, like, that means that there's no Be Prepared or Morning Report, which, like, Morning Report can suck it. 
Um, <laughs> I don't mind morning. Report. I don't like morning report. Really? Like you got all the wonderful dumb puns without the weird song. I don't morning. Maybe I'm nostalgically biased, but morning report and human again. I do not like them. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, mm-hmm. what was I going to say? Oh, so we were, so this trailer is, it looks a lot like just, it's the, kind of the opening shot, but then it mm-hmm. has voiceover from mm-hmm. Mufasa returning as James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Earl Jones returning as Mufasa. <laughs> Same I, thing. I can speak. I am paid to teach children. Um <laughs> You're not paid to do this podcast, though, so... That's true. <laughs> and I'm, I don't actually teach the children most of the time. Um, anyway, James Earl Jones, like, doing a voiceover, everything the light mm-hmm. touches, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, um, and so we were like, is this a shot for shot of the animated trailer? So we went back and we watched the animated trailer, and the animated trailer basically tells you the whole story. It was literally the whole movie. It was, like, everything except Scar dying. Yeah. Like... And it did, and it did, they did one thing that, like, flipped back, like, oh, wow, I remember this from my childhood. Oh. Disney's 32nd animated film. Like, oh, yeah, I remember watching that on, like, the VHS credits before Mm -hmm. the movies. Like, they would tell Mm -hmm. you which number it is. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't remember which number Hunchback of Notre Dame was, but, like... I remember seeing that. Yeah, I never, like, like we all saw the same trailers from growing up in the yeah. 90s with the same voiceover and mm-hmm. the same guy telling you the number every single time. I think I noticed it on Aladdin when we were watching, yeah. what did we just watch on VHS? 101 Dalmatians? Yeah. Um, so I noticed it when he was doing the Aladdin part of that. And then um, I was like, wait, I never paid attention to the numbers until Tangled came out because mm-hmm. Tangled was 50. And then I was like, oh, 50, that's really exciting. And then I started to care about numbers, never even realized that my whole life they'd been telling me the numbers. <sighs> that's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah no, literally, um, the trailer was like, straight up, Mufasa died, Simba ran away, Simba, you have to come back and be king. Mm-hmm. You need to talk to your dad. My dad's dead. No, he's not. He's alive. He lives in you. Literally, the whole movie was there in the trailer, and that's why yeah. I don't watch trailers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank God that was the first movie I ever saw in theaters, so I never had to watch a trailer for it. I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I remember watching... Well, no, a drive-through. A drive-in is still a theater. Mm-hmm. But I think my parents were, like, they were able to park it in just such a way... That they were watching something else, but we were watching The Lion King. But I don't remember which one they had the radio tune to. Hmm. Do you remember what movie was the first one you saw in a movie theater? I want to say Toy Story is the first one that I remember for sure seeing in theaters. Because my cousins were in town from Tennessee, and my mom took us to go see Toy Mm. Story. Nice. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's the Lion King trailer. I'm excited. Um, I just get really bitter when people are like, it's gonna ruin my childhood. Like, no, it's like, no, chill. it's just another piece of cake. You don't have to eat it if you don't want to eat it. You got your first piece. Like, don't complain that they're making seconds just because it's not the kind of cake you wanted. Yeah. But. Like, 
Yeah. Like, I'm disappointed that Be Prepared won't be in it, because it's one of my favorite villain it's songs. It's a great villain song. Um, I'm disappointed, like, a lot of people have commented on the color being, like, very different and how Lion King was vibrant, and this is not vibrant in that same way. Yeah, it's a... Yeah. To me, that's just like, okay, it's a different art, and it's doing something different, yeah. so I'm curious what that's gonna be. And the, maybe it won't be great, but... But the cast is so good. The cast is so good. Um, let me just, like, in case you know, missed the part where they slam all of the names, yeah. here's the cast. Uh, Donald Glover as Simba. Heck yes. Beyonce as Nala. Uh, yes. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Ed, uh, I don't know how I say it. I don't Chiwetel Ejiofor as Scar. James Earl Jones as Mufasa. Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. Billy Eichner as Timon. John Oliver as Zazu. Keegan-Michael Key as Kamari. I don't know who Kamari uh, is. Oh... I think he, I think he's one of the hyenas. They have Shenzi and Azizi. Yeah, so it's Eric Andre, Florence Kasumba, and Keegan Michael Key. Okay, so Kamari, Sarabi, and Az- and Sh- no Kamari, Shenzi, and Azizi are the hyenas. So they've changed Ed to Azizi. So that's gonna be fun. Um, and then John. Oh, I said John. Um, Alfre Woodard is Sarabi, and J.D. McCrary is young Simba. It's interesting that they cast a man as Rafiki because Rafiki has been played by a woman um, in the show for so long. Interesting. I mean, it's clearly a male voice in the film, like the animated film. Mm -hmm. So, but it's been, but it's usually been a traditionally it's been a woman since. Well, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and when I saw The Lion King on Broadway, that was like. That wasn't even the only Broadway show we saw that trip, but, like, the woman who played Nala that night, like, that was probably one of the best singers I've ever mm. heard, like, live and in person. Wow. Like, and I still get goose... It was, t- it was, like, ten years ago, and I still mm-hmm. get... Occasionally I'll think about that woman singing Shadowland mm. and get goosebumps. <laughs> nice. it was so good. Shall we talk about our last trailer? Yes. We're pretty talked out on Lion King. So we were going to watch the Avengers Infinity War trailer because I mean, that did uh, drop end over ga- break. Endgame. Endgame. Sorry. Yeah. I, they're all the same. <laughs> but I haven't seen Infinity War yet because I haven't. Eh. Eh. Um, you've seen Black Panther and you've seen Ragnarok. That's what matters. Um, and you're gonna see Captain Marvel. Yes, well, I am gonna watch Infinity War eventually. It's on Netflix. I know it is. If only for Chris Evans' beard. Mmm, Chris Evans' beard. Chris Evans' beard! I think I cried actual tears when he announced (laughs) that it was gone, and I was like, I get it, like, it's a Captain America, like, you know, re-emerging thing, but I don't like it. I don't like it. (laughs) Actually, one of my favorite jokes ever, um, we, I don't know if we'll have to, um... With the still of of him like looking up at oh. the sky with the beard. No, that's not the joke I was thinking. Oh no, of. And, and then like um, somebody quote retweeted it and said, like somebody was like, "What's he looking at?" And he's like, "Me flying down so that <laughs> face." <laughs> that one we might need to cut. The yeah. joke I was thinking about was, um, <laughs> someone's like, "Yeah, I watched Infinity War for Chris Evans' beard, but I didn't see Sharon Carter anywhere." Oh!
people who remembers when I used to roleplay Steve Rogers mm-hmm. on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. I can't judge, because <laughs> I was super hulak. So. Yeah, so, so, really, Steve Rogers... And honestly, the way that our universe was set up, Steve Rogers dating Martha Jones really did make a lot of sense, and I really enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) This is a guy I had the doctor take. um, John... What's his name? The guy from Sherlock? Watson? John Watson? Is that his name? Oh, the actor's name is Martin Freeman. Well, yeah, I know the actor's name is Martin Freeman. Could I suddenly not remember the sidekick to Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, it's just my brain farted. Um, so anyway, John Watson was the companion to my doctor frequently. In fact, so frequently that the role player who was John Watson is currently still my beta reader on Harry Potter Aww. after all these years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I met uh, I met three of my super hulot group in real life. It's amazing. Uh, the Molly Hooper. Mm-hmm. John Watson and River Song. Mm-hmm. So a good set of Doctor so, Who companions to meet in real life. Yes. <laughs> and, and then in our um, Who Avengers RP, there was a good chunk of them. I have only met our Tony in real life, but I still talk to everybody else pretty frequently. Nice. And then, but to be to be fair, our Amy is in Australia, so... Uh, my River Song is from New Zealand, and I still made it work. <laughs> yeah, she came to she, see you. I'm not Yeah, <laughs> she came to America. It's not my... Yeah, it well, happens. Well, <laughs> also, like, we were all in our early 20s, and she was in high school when mm, we were doing this. Yeah, no, She is a grown-up now. Sure, 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 She's sure. She's still my perfect child. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Um... Yeah, actually, my Molly Hooper is the one who got me into Percy Jackson. Aww. She made me finish the series because I was like, I don't like it. And here's why I don't like it. And she was like, listen, you gotta get to the Romans. You'll love the Romans. I hear your complaints. The Romans are everything you want. And I was like, fine, I'll read the Romans. And I did, and, and I now loved you, it. And now you have a Percy Jackson phone case signed by the guy who played him on... on, yeah. on uh, not on. Off-Broadway. Off-Broadway. It's super broken. Um, but I'm going to go see him in San Jose, so I'm just going to get a new one and have him re-sign it. Um, it was really great when I asked him to sign it. I was like, hey, can you... Like, he signed my poster and my playbill, and I was like, can you sign my phone case? And he was like, you're what? <laughs> I was like, my phone case. He's like, I don't know if I'm comfortable doing that. And then I showed him my phone, and he's like, oh, it's Percy Jackson! Do you want me to write, like... Percy on here in quotes, and I was like, I'm not gonna like forget, forget. who you are, but uh, sure, <laughs> he went ahead and did it. <laughs> he did it, he's a funny guy. Um, I gotta get, I want to get Percy and Annabeth so that I can have both Chris McCarroll and Kristen Stokes sign it because Kristen Stokes is amazing. Or maybe I should, uh, but uh, I've gotta get um, Javier to sign it too. He's playing, Quiver. I don't think I've ever even held a copy of a Percy Jackson book. Well, you need to come over then and I just mean, hold one. <laughs> no, like, we have some in this house. Oh, okay. You need to My mom has one. but yeah. But, like, that that's the level of knowledge I have uh-huh. going into it, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we weren't going to talk more about Percy Jackson than we are. Um, we never said that. Like, I know better oh. than, to, than to say things like that. <laughs> um, anyway, so we watched Captain Marvel. <laughs> we watched the Captain Marvel trailer. <laughs> that's where this was supposed to be. And it's so fun, and I'm so excited. It is. I love Brie Larson. I love Carol Danvers. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I have? 
Captain Marvel Com No, I have Ms. Marvel Comics, mm. but she Carol Danvers does appear in those. Nice, nice. And and the reason that we have Miss Marvel, like the reason that she becomes Ms. Marvel is because when she first gets her powers, Kamala Khan is a big old Carol Danvers stand. Mm, right, right, right. She like writes fan fiction and stuff, right? Super relevant to us. Yes. Um, I never read any of the, any Marvel, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, etc. comics. Mm -hmm. um, but I have a tangential knowledge because I really like superhero stories. Um, mm -hmm. So I was really curious, like, how they were going to do Captain Marvel if they weren't doing the first Captain Marvel. Um, but it looks like he's going to be in the movie. Yeah. He's just... It'll, I guess it'll be more like a Green Lantern scenario where it just, like, she gets her powers very quickly. I, I don't know, actually. I have, I'm really I have excited. I'm really yeah. excited. Um, so, yeah, those are the trailers we watched. And Captain Marvel makes a great segue into our next section, which is going to be Parks News. Um, because she's at the parks, or will be at the parks. Which one is it? Will be at the parks. Um, well, the article I read said early 2019, and... I've been checking my Disneyland app, like, every day to see if she's there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, haven't seen her yet. May have just missed it, but I'm pretty sure she's still on her way to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. So, that's exciting. Yeah. I can't wait. Good for you. I'm gonna get my Someday. Someday. I I'm gonna get my pass back eventually. Yeah. Someday you'll get your pass. Um, if you guys have the chance to go to Disneyland, like, Meeting Black Panther is always really fun. That they was have a lot the of fun. Dora Milaje. Um, they, I guess Loki still walks around, um, which was surprising to me because I thought he was done with, but he still walks around. Uh, Spider Man's always fun, and whenever like I always end up there late at night, and so we always are like, Spider Man, go home and do your homework. It's a school night, and then they laugh at us. And I hope it's a different Spider-Man every time, because otherwise it's awkward, because we're telling the same jokes, and we don't even know if Spider-Man thinks we're the same people. Like, he might have to listen to that joke 17 times a week. Who mm -hmm. knows? Anyway. Um, well, and and as long as Captain America isn't somebody with a Utah jaw, then it's fine. <laughs> uh, there's a ginger Captain America? Please, yeah. please, please. Yeah. So, my friend and I went, and we were, like, looking, and we're like, that's some ginger under that helmet. Like, that's definitely ginger. And we were, like, made closer, like, yeah, no, he's got, he's got some freckles under that mask, and he is 100% a ginger under that helmet. Um, okay. Now, every time we go, we're like, is it the ginger Captain America? Yes. Yeah. Supposedly, I have heard rumors there's actually an Asian Captain America, or, like, he's yes. somewhat Asian as well. Um, but I remember when we went to meet Black Panther, he asked me my name, and I froze. Ah! And he called me on it. Ah! And he called me on it. So good. It was so good. Oh, man. I think I froze the first time I met Thor. Because, like, I was in heels. And their Thor was so... Like, that Thor was so tall. Oh, I And he's big. And I just was like, ah, hello, large mm -hmm. human. Yeah. Well, and I still don't really know how to do meet and greets. Like, how much to lean into the suspension right. of disbelief and all that. Right. Like, it just, I guess it depends I, on what you want out of it. I don't, yeah, and I still don't know what that is, because usually <laughs> I just go with you. But that's okay. I either just want to have a polite conversation with someone, even if it's, like, entirely fake. Um... Because I, I like talking to people, mm -hmm. and I don't care if my conversation's real or not, which sounds bad, but I just like talking to people. Mm -hmm. um, I'll 
also really like seeing if I can get them to freeze. Did I already talk about when I did that with Captain America on no. this podcast? No. Okay. So I this don't know was, if you've even told me this story. Oh, man. This is back when Captain America was brand new. It was either right before or right after they had opened it up to all park mm-hmm. guests. Because I went when it was just APs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they eventually opened it up. So somewhere around him being new, um, I got a pink uh, note card, 3 by 5 Wrote my phone number on it. Did a little kiss mark on it. Went through the line. Met Captain America. And did like the handshake or whatever. And then I hand him this card and say, Hey, if you ever want to fondue, give me a call. Oh my gosh! He blanked so hard. <laughs> it was the best moment I've ever had with a character. Um, he just kind of like stammered. And gave, like, a polite non-answer and then asked if we could take a picture together. Um, And then as I was walking out, the, like, character handlers were like, do you want us to give that to him? And I was like, oh, God, no. No, I just wanted the joke. I don't want to actually give this stranger my phone number. Who knows what he's like? He's probably gay. I just, no, I'm not that person. I don't want him to think I'm that person. That's amazing. Uh, Yes. That is amazing. That my second best character interaction was the time I lied to a princess. I don't remember which princess it was now, um, but I was wearing uh, one of my favorite dresses that I bought at Target, and for some reason she asked me if I'd made it, and I said yes. And I don't know why I lied to her, but I did. And then I kept up the lie with every other princess, like they talk or something. Just like, oh yeah, I was just talking with Cinderella about how I made this dress, and <laughs> wow, yeah, What's that's your- yep. What's your Mercury? My Mercury? Gemini. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. So, um, speaking of fake conversations, no, I like, so I got invited to go to a cabin in Big Bear last weekend and they were people who I didn't know very well. So a few of my friends were like, oh, that's awkward. I don't know them very well. Like my close friends. So I don't think I'm going to go. And I was like, wait, but that's exactly why I want to go. Cause I don't know them very well. So I just want to talk to them, and I can say whatever I want, and it won't matter, because I don't know them very well. I get to decide who I want to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm Gemini, like, through and through. Whether or not you believe in astrology, Gemini describes me. <laughs> and I am very much... Well, see, like, I'm a Cancer Sun, Cancer Rising, and it shows when you talk to me, mm-hmm. but there is a whole lot of Virgo through the rest of it, and I feel mm-hmm. like that that's accurate, too. <laughs> I have friends who, like, don't connect with their star sign at all and, like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's it's whatever. It is whatever. Um, or there was a really good article about it that said it doesn't matter if it's real. What matters if it's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Definitely. Um, so, on the subject of Disney parks, um, we're going to talk a little bit about some international park stuff. Yep, so at um, Disneyland Tokyo, they're building this, um, a brand new Beauty and the Beast ride that is going to push so many boundaries. Oh my god, so if you didn't see on our Twitter, we retweeted um, a video where they are talking about the animatronics in this ride. But it turns out that's just barely scratching the surface of what this thing is going to be. Um, So it's stunning. Every, like, thing I've seen about it is absolutely stunning. they worked with animators from the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. These animatronics 
robot folks are going to walk, mm-hmm. which is not something that we have seen. Mm-mm. And they move so fluidly. It's beautiful. Phenomenal. Um, yeah, I guess I won't be going to Tokyo Disney in 2020 because one, I'm broke, and two, the line for, like, that will be all I do for the day if I go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might wait, like, five years. But 2025, that's my goal, to get to Tokyo Disney okay. and see Beauty and the Beast. I think. I don't know. It's going to be amazing. Well, and the other thing that we watched in this other feature, we'll tweet the link to, to that, because um, what and the the vehicle that you sit mm-hmm. in, like, it kind of looks like it looks like it kind of matches Chip and Mrs. Potts. Mm-hmm. And it moves in just such a, like, it looks like it's supposed to move the way that fits the scene, too. Like, whether it's yeah. dancing or ice skating yeah. or whatever. And you could kind of see in the concept art how the vehicle kind of moves too and that is it looks so cool yeah and even like the concept art for what the outside will be like is beautiful like tokyo disney's gonna have two castles now it's crazy jealous (laughs) yeah and that's gonna be amazing the other thing that we watched we watched um the disney paris trailer that went viral oh yeah I, I got a little teary. Yeah, I got teary I, too. Because I don't know if I watched it with audio the first time. Oh. I didn't know that it had dream, you know, like the impossible dream from Anna La Mancha, which is... So if you haven't seen the Disney Paris commercial, you definitely need to. It will it will warm your heart. Yeah, it's this little duckling who finds a Donald Duck comic and idolizes Donald Duck. And then he loses the comic and he's really sad. And then he meets Donald Duck in, in Paris. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's adorable and heartwarming. It is so cute. And everything's in English. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, it doesn't need to be. Like, it's not like it has dialogue. Yeah. But the song is in well, English. Well, the song is, the, the comics are, and the tagline at the end oh, that's right. the are, all in, are all in English. Comics are in English. I mean, huh. well, English is... Maybe it's an American commercial for Disneyland Paris. I don't know. Or well, a British I'm, commercial. Or maybe, it, like... I think, like, well, I, or maybe it's just that, like, everybody in Europe speaks English and they're not... Like maybe. Oh, we skipped a whole section I wanted to do. Oh, that's okay. We can do it now. Um, What's up? Unless we have more things to say about Disney Paris, but yeah, I want to go. Apparently, it's apparently Bugs Land is a big deal in Disneyland Paris. I remember Um, a French teacher telling me about that once. I want to see the castle. They have an underground part of the castle. They have stained glass windows in their castle. They have a dragon in their Sleeping Beauty castle, and I want to go. Yeah, so badly. I mean. There are lots of reasons to want to go to France, but, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sleep Beauty's Castle is the number one reason I want to go to France. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe number two, Notre Dame might be number one. Mm-hmm. Eiffel Tower, like, whatever, but I do really want to see it. I am interested to find out whether I actually speak French. <laughs> oh, I know I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, when I have, like, chit-chatted with French people, like, one time I was hike- I was hiding in- hiking in Zion's National Park and there were some French people and we chit-chatted in French and one time I was on the Santa Monica Pier and I chit-chatted with somebody in French mm. and apparently I'm- I don't- I don't think I actually speak French though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my French is terrible. Really bad. I passed the AP exam. What? That Congratulations. Was, that was 10 years ago, but that's still- I'm still very proud of that accomplishment. My teacher told me I could have passed the AP exam if she was able to work more closely with me, because I was the only French four student in my school. Oh, wow. Um, 
Probably the other reason I didn't take the AP exam is because I was a lazy senior student. Mm. And it was very much, she'd be like, okay, you have a month to do the unit. And I'd be like, okay. And the end of the month would come and she'd be like, are you ready for your unit exam? And I'd be like, yep. I would go home and do the whole unit in a night, come back and ace the exam. Sounds Uh, sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, That was me in high school. I mean, my whole life, actually. I'm about to go home and grade like 200 essays in one night um, and then put those grades in tomorrow so that my students stop bugging me about it. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so wanted to highlight some upcoming Disney films. Yes. Um, so over the Christmas, um, a big announcement was Onward, which is an upcoming Pixar film. Um, it'll be starring Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Octavia Spencer. So it's a stellar cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and the plot is two magic or two elf brothers leave their suburban home to try to find out if magic is still real. And I cannot wait. This sounds like the best, um, like, what do you, urban fantasy, D- suburban fantasy D&D campaign. Yeah, like, it almost sounds like... Like, it would have come from, like, a plot hook generator. Right. Like, a D&D plot hook generator. Supposedly, it's based on a true story, or based on the director and his brother. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know how, unless they're elves. Because, <laughs> obviously, you can't just, like, change things when you're basing things off real life. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it looked fun. Sounds fun. There's no anything for it. I haven't even seen concept art for nope. it. Um, which makes me really sad, because I remember, like... Back when social media was still, we were figuring it out and how to market it, yeah. I remember concept art for films, and that was, like, one of my favorite things. Like, Rise of the Guardians and Frozen, I saw the concept art, because I followed all those artists on DeviantArt, mm-hmm. and they were allowed to post concept art, and now everything's just under such tight wraps. Yeah. But, oh, well. Um, other than that, we're just kind of kind of touch on some things that we haven't gotten to talk about, mm-hmm. but we thought were important. So, one, Jungle Cruise is getting a live action film. If you haven't heard, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and Emily Blunt. Um, and if you follow uh, the Rock on Instagram, he posts the cutest updates. Um, and it seems like he and Emily are having a really good time on set. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. Um, Frozen 2 is for sure con- coming. There's a release date scheduled for 2019. 2019 is just going to be a real big Disney year, guys. <laughs> really big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, as far as I know, all the cast is coming back for that. And fun fact. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. So I made friends with someone who works for a comic media company who is contracted with Disney. So they do some Disney comics. And they're mm-hmm. talking about how they're really excited that they might get to do some Star vs. the Forces of Evil comics. Which is like, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. They mentioned that Frozen, they do some Frozen comics, and they are not allowed to pair Elsa with anyone. So, like, good news, Elsa can never have a boyfriend. Sad news, Elsa can never have a girlfriend. <laughs> so Elsa is in Schrodinger's gay limbo. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Last movie I want to touch on is The Sword in the Stone is in production. What? What? Like, how did we not know? We talked about last week. We knew nothing. We knew nothing. We we found this out like an hour ago. Yeah, but like last week we were like, oh, this makes such a great live action movie. So the writer on it is the same guy who wrote uh, Game of Thrones for the screen. Um, The director is a Spanish director who has not done anything that has any interest to me. So... Yep, and zero cast announced, so... Yeah, no, it's still, like, super in production. They're not really doing much of anything. I think they'll probably wait to see how the new King Arthur, Arthur the Boy King film does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before they make any real big moves on Sword yeah, and the Stone. Yeah, so, so that it doesn't look like it's too similar. Or... Yeah, or also, like, if Arthur the Boy King does poorly, mm-hmm. then they probably won't put a lot of time or money into Sword in the Stone. So. Mm-hmm. Or they'll, I don't know, or maybe they'll find a way to distance distance from it. Yeah, maybe. Um, other than that, that's all for Disney 2019. Yep. Um, oh, wow, this might be our longest mini so Oh, this isn't even a mini so this is a, this is an episode. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about so many things. We did. Oh, um, we are going to touch on some sad news for a closer. Yeah. I guess. Uh, it's difficult news, yeah. I guess. It's not really sad. Yeah, whatever. But um, we do want to mention that John Lasseter, who mm-hmm. was... Well, he wasn't fired from Disney. He was like... Or Pixar, right? He was Pixar. Yeah. He was just like, let go. He resigned. Did he re- He resigned? I don't know exactly what happened, but he left in, in, a, in under circumstances that, you know... Under circumstances. <laughs> yeah, so um, sexual harassment allegations. Yes. Um, there were never any f- charges filed nor any payouts made mm-hmm. by anyone, mm-hmm. um, as far as is publicly known. Yeah. Which, who knows. Yeah. Um, but he has recently been hired to do Skydance, who is doing, putting together an animation section of their studio. Mm-hmm. Um, Skydance is... Most famous for making the Mission Impossible films. Okay. Um, they do like they do Jack Reacher, um, mm-hmm. those kinds of movies, um, but they're doing animation and they've hired John Lasseter as their head. So that's it. Yeah. Was like my Twitter feed, which like I don't know when this happened, but I follow a bunch of people in animation now. I know when it happened. It was when I made friends with Val. Um, but so I follow a bunch of animation people now, and that was my whole Twitter feed was just like, ah, this is not great. Yeah. But. It's, 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 it's a thing. Yeah. So it's something to keep your eye on, I guess, and like make sure that you're paying attention and calling out gross behavior. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, that's all our Disney news. There's a lot of Disney news. Yep. I mean, we did we like we haven't done Disney news in a month, so it's I guess no wonder our episode is so yeah, long. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's kind of like two minisodes. We also did some extra stuff just for funsies. Yeah. Um, next week is Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Um, so we will not be spoiling anything from the new film. Because we have not yet seen it. Yeah. So our hope is that we'll record the episode and then go watch the movie. Yes. We, we actually meant to do that, um, when we were still off work, but then fibromyalgia was like, no, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. And that's okay. I stayed home and did puzzles. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> Which is what I was doing still before and this podcast. And do we have a short? Do we want to do a short? Um, we'll probably do a short. Just I would like to because it's not an animated film in the proper sense. So it'd be nice to watch something animated. Okay. Um, but we can pick that day up. I'm not really. Well, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll tell you guys in the title what the short is. <laughs> Yay. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. So there'll be Mary Poppins next week. Um, what date is that? What date does that go out? That will be the 15th. All right. So June 15th. We'll see you again for Mary Poppins. Nope. January. Is that what we're in? Wait, no. That's... God, wait, I no, just no, no. dream of it being... No, that's... That's when this episode is going. Oh, okay. We haven't we haven't fixed the calendar on the spreadsheet since we started doing mini so. Um, no, uh, I tried. <laughs> Let me. I tried uh, to fix so the calendar. So that will actually be the twenty second. Okay, this is going up on the fifteenth. Um, this is going on the twenty second. Okay. Anyway, um, so Mary Poppins twenty second, um, of January. I just really wish it was June. I want school to be over. Mm-hmm. I've been teaching for a month. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, don't for- Oh, we need to figure out if our... Was it spring break we were going to go to San Francisco, or... What? Why are we going to San Francisco? Because there's a Disney museum there. Oh. Uh, maybe. Well, no, I, discuss this I don't remember this conversation. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of things, though, so I'm not surprised okay. or concerned. Okay. <laughs> And with that, uh, we'll see you next time. This has um, been... Wait, 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 wait. Oh, shoot, oh, shoot, oh, shoot. We haven't anything. We haven't even started. <laughs> so if you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at Drawn Outcast. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Drawn Outcast. Um, I'm trying to get better at doing the Twitter, and then I'll get better at doing the Instagram when I'm better at Twitter. Um, but you can also email us at drawnoutcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can find me at Chaser Tiff. And me at Rick and Mimi. And I think that covers it. That covers it. We just started talking so much that it just felt like we had already started our drawn out closing. Yeah. Which I guess now it has been. Yep. Now it's been, I mean, it's been a very dry out now. This podcast is in no way affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its subsidiaries. The views expressed in this podcast by its hosts and its guests belong solely to those people and are not in any way representative of Disney nor any of our employers. Thanks for listening.